This is episode 21 of the Shauna Kay Show. Welcome to the Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. If you're a chronic dieter, you're definitely going to want to listen to this next episode with good friend and nutritionist Brandy Schroeder. Now, Brandy is a client-centered lifestyle and nutrition coach, and she's been able to help clients lose fat, gain muscle, and ultimately perform better in and out of the gym and basically in life. Now, she helps uh, her clients improve confidence and adjust lifestyles for improved body composition and improved health. She does not believe in providing meal plans or simply counting calories or macronutrients. She believes, and so do I, that not all clients are created equal and um, we're addressing the myths within the nutrition industry one fad at a time. Now, she's got lots of certifications, including NCI and Precision Nutrition, but more importantly, she has an education from the School of Hard Knocks. She is um, a former bodybuilder and has lots to share. I'll let her share a little bit more about that. But today, we're going to talk about why we need to stop dieting and what we need to be doing instead. Hey, Brandy. So excited to have you on the Shauna Kay podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This is my very first podcast. I'm really excited. So yay. Well, you know, I did a little introduction, but I never give anybody full justice. Uh, You know, I can't tell your whole story and it's always best to hear it from you. So, so tell us just a little bit more about your story and how you kind of got into this whole thing. Okay. So I am a nutrition coach. Um, I'm online and um, I'm from little town of Leduc up north in Alberta. Um, I basically got involved in the industry uh, back in, I don't know, I've been in the industry 20 years. Um, But I really got involved because I was on the bodybuilding stage. And um, that really transitioned my, my life into nutrition and wellness and everything else. But to just give you a little bit of a background story, um, yeah, I've competed. I've been on stage eight, year, uh, eight times. Um, I've competed at the national level twice. And um, it was through all of that where I kind of realized that, you know what, I do have um, some poor relationships with food and um, that I was always aspiring to look a certain way for validation. And yet it was never really about health and wellness. Right. Uh, maybe I thought it was, but it never really was. It was just like, I always wanted to be a bodybuilder, but that really that that was filling a void right or something um I I competed and then like you know I took some time off to have a family so you know I'm a a mom of two uh two daughters two teenagers um but um I had this like my mom had passed away in 2011 I had this urge to get back on stage and I, I don't know if it was a grieving process or whatever it was but I felt like I needed to get back there but it was through that time so it was like 2011 to 2014 that I really realized how shitty the dieting was and how what it was doing to my metabolism and what it was doing to me as a person right. um and as and through all that I was a personal trainer 
So, you know, I was ignoring all these things, but I was just like, you know, driven to just like look a certain way and, you know, compare myself to everybody out there. And, you know, fast forward to where I am now, I retired in 2014 from ever going back on stage and dieting in those extremes. And it was through that time period where, um, I went through a lot. I suffered, um, hypothalamic amenorrhea. So basically um, my period just stopped. Um, I didn't, I didn't listen to the signals, but I looking back now, I know exactly what was going on with me, but I um, was overtraining, underfed, um, dieting, 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 and just, you know, like that's just pretty much where it was. And so I needed to fix that. Right. And, um, that's how I got involved more or less with nutrition. I decided back in about uh, 2013 to really get involved with uh, nutrition coaching, um, yeah. stepped away from personal training and here I am now online, just doing it all, you know, changing one life at a time. <laughs> Nice. Well, there's so much that I want to address in, you know, what you just said. And first of all, it's, it's just the the fallacy that although you wanted to look the part of a bodybuilder that you realized as being a bodybuilder ready, you know, stage ready, that you're probably the least healthiest, like you're at the least healthiest point in your life, possibly. Would you agree? Oh, I would agree a hundred percent. It was always a common question of like, Hey, I want to look like you. Well, like, how do you do that? And I'm just like, well, you know, I am training. I'm doing this. Like the cost of getting lean was tremendous and everyone thinks you look healthy, but I mean, deep down, I mean, I I wouldn't say I was dying, but there were, I was miserable. I had no energy. Um, I didn't have my period. So I knew that was, you know, out of whack. Um, something wasn't, wasn't right. Um, I was starving all the time. I was watching the food network 24 seven. I was short with my family. I yeah. didn't go out. Like it was just so, so difficult. But at the end of the day, I had no idea what was going on with my body and my metabolism. Um, yeah. I knew as a coach that that wasn't right, but you, you ignore that because you want to look a certain way. Like you, you see what you see on you know, social media and on stage, the people beside you and you're like, who cares? And like, can I swear yeah. on here? Who gives who gives a fuck is really what was going to what goes through any anyone's uh, mind, right? So it's yeah. it's we're driven for that aesthetic goal versus understanding what's really going on. So So yeah. I, I think the first thing that, that's really important to, to note is that for you know the the majority, I would say ninety-nine point nine of us that are listening, we just need to manage our expectations in terms of aesthetics. Because it's for you to get, you know, to that, to that look that you wanted, you know, the, the cost benefit ratio was so high in terms of cost, uh, in term, uh, in relation to the benefits that you received, um, you know, from that experience. But I mean, the great thing is from that experience, y- y- there's no, there, there's no better coach that has lived through that so that you can guide others so that they either don't have to go through that or they can come back from that position of unhealth. So Absolutely. I think that's I think that's really important to note that you don't have book knowledge. Yes, you do have book knowledge, but it's backed up by the school of hard knocks. Of it is experience, yep. right? So so I love that we're talking with like a veteran of someone that's been there, done that, and moved ahead of it. Uh, but it's also uh, important for women to to no- to note that while we may want to look a certain way, you know, we can look the best that we can look, depending on how much we want to suffer. And lots of times, that suffering is just not worth it. 
It's not. And I think that I, I like to always paint this picture of the cost of getting lean, regardless of what your goal is, because even if you go into a slight deficit, there's still a, a cost to that. It's down regulation of your metabolism. So, you know, um, I think that people have to understand that if you want to be leaner, you are going to have to work. But if you are already chronically under eating and underfed and overtraining, you are already in a really, really bad situation. Correct. So, you know, like to rebuild that and, and uh, to get to where you need to be, that's what the process is. And I like to explain this to everyone is that yeah. it doesn't matter what stage you are in with your, with your diet and or your lifestyle, that if you're in this, there is a way out. And yes. you have to focus on actually, um, I don't, I, I don't want to call it repairing because it's not, it's not necessarily broken, but we have to really rebuild. take care of our metabolism. Yeah, rebuild. Um, yeah. optimize our metabolism. So, yeah. you know, like I, I always feel like we're in a state of repair. We're always like people come to me because they're like broken and I'm like, Correct. okay, but it's your constant, your, your mindset is broken because you're always wanting to seek these aesthetic goals versus understanding what the true nature of your goal is, which is health and right. breaking that, breaking down that metabolism every single time we diet, um, we are, we are slowing down our systems. And so that's, that's really what it was. And that's what my aha moment was. I knew that I needed to show people that you could still diet down and come out of it a healthy human. Right. And you don't have to rebound because you, you hear about it, you see about it in the industry. It's one of the ugly truths that I always paint a picture. It's, a, it's not a pretty picture, but I always explain that to my clients that, listen, if you want to do this, this is cool. doesn't matter which it is. However, understand that if you don't sustain this, this diet the way we've designed it, then you are going to likely rebound if you don't understand how to rebuild your capacity. Right to utilize right. those nutrients. But I mean, the, the good news is that, you know, if, if Mrs. Jones or Mrs. Smith has 20 pounds to lose, that we can do that. We can help uh, that client lose that weight in a healthy manner. But let, we're, we're going to get into that in a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about a word called metabolic adaptation. And that's kind of what you've been talking about with the chronic dieting, the damaging the metabolism. Uh, so, so I wanted to kind of bring that up. I want to bring that term forward. And, and let's just have you explain what metabolic adaptation is. Sure. In the industry, it's known as, like you've heard it, it, it was uh, um, you know, metabolic damage. And our metabolism is never truly damaged. It, it's basically a down regulation and our yeah. body adapts to what's going on. So it's like, we can have training adaptations. We can have me metabolic adaptations in terms of fuel coming in, going out. Um, we all have a, uh, we all have a set point, our homeostasis. And the yeah. further we get away from that, the more our systems become more efficient in like, okay, you're, you're dieting. So we're going to slow you down. We're going to, you know, give you less energy. We're, we're going to increase your hunger because you're getting too far away for what's really actually comfortable and healthy. Yeah. And so that metabolic adaptation takes place. What people don't understand is that there's such a huge number or, or sorry, such a, a wide range of people who are like chronically under eating at like a thousand calories. And then they're doing like training six, seven days a week. And like what seems to be hours in the gym as well, or hours of activity. And they're just getting further and further away from where their and body their just feels good and yeah. their goals. Because at one point, you know, um, your body's going to want to overshoot this. It's going to want to shift. It's like yo-yo diets and extreme dieting. Like your body just says, 
well, you know what, I actually feel like homeostasis would be great, but I'm just going to overshoot this. And you actually have to gain more body fat because you keep on chronically keeping me down here. And what the, you know, what the hell's going on? Like, that's really what's going on. And I, I know it sounds dumb to to say it that way, but it's truly is. It's like, we're just getting so far away from where our body truly wants to be. And it's different for everyone. And maybe it means you're 10 pounds heavier than the person beside you, but that's your 10 pounds. But it's also the stuff that happens. So if you're chronically under eating and you're metabolically adapted, your hunger is going to increase and you're going to have these unavoidable unavoidable, um, overeating situations. This is when there's binge um, eating, um, you know, like, I don't know, like it it happens all the time, but people are like, I'm going to eat clean. I'm going to eat all these, like these little tiny bits of calories here. And then on the weekend, they just overshoot it and boom. Yeah. And when your body's in a metabolic adaptation, it's basically wanting to store fat. Yeah. Not, not be in uh, fat burning mode. So it really is. I don't want to use it as starvation mode because that doesn't truly exist either in my, in my opinion, but it's really lame. Right. It's like, basically, if you're going to chronically under eat and you stay there, you're going to have to rebuild that because your body has adapted to those under eating calories, whether that's right. thousand calories or 800. And you just can't shoot it back up to 1500 or 2000 because your body's like going to be like, Oh, yay. Pump the brakes. Like I, really, it's going to be storage. But then at the same time, it's going to be like, you have no idea. You were functioning at a thousand calories. Now you want me to function with 15 to 2000 calories in my body. Yeah. Like, what the hell do you want me to do with it? (laughs) You know, I'm just going to store it instead. (laughs) I think it's just a testament to the the resilience of the human body because people forget that we're actually, you know, we're we're in survival mode. So if if we're chronically under eating, and I would say that, I don't want to say the majority, but a number of my clients and probably a number of yours are actually under eating. And so the good news with those clients is when we start working with them is that we're not going to say, okay, we're going to cut it back. What we're going to do is we're going to start to build up the food intake so that they're actually eating reasonable amounts and they're, and, and they, you know, start feeling better and they boost their metabolism. So let's just get into what, what we call reverse dieting. So, so let's explain that. So basically, um, we're going to look at rebuilding our metabolic capacity. So our metabolic capacity is our body's ability to utilize the nutrients coming in. So in, in theory, if you're sitting at a thousand calories, I want to, you know, increase you by a couple hundred, you know, like everyone's going to have a different maintenance in the start point, but you know, just, you know, just to give you a ballpark figure, it's like, it would just be small increments over time. And it all depends on the person's outcome goal. So if your outcome goal is still to maintain a, a relatively leaner physique and, and, and you come to me leaner, but you're still chronically under eating, but you just have this, like, you, you know, you are starting to gain weight. Then I'd be like, okay, so we don't want to overshoot too fast because we don't want you to gain too much body fat. I yeah. want you to feel good, you know, and I also want you to have a, a great mindset. Let's rebuild your relationship with food along with rebuilding your metabolic capacity. Yeah. But for others, we can look at, I can figure out, okay, well, this is where your maintenance is. We can just shoot right into maintenance. You might have some fluctuations on the scale or how you feel. But eventually your body is going to adapt anyways, and it's going to be, it's going to regulate to where your maintenance should be. But people get too caught up on what the numbers on the scale say before really truly understanding that, you know what, we're doing this to help you become more efficient because your metabolism is so efficient now with your lower calories that it knows you're starving. It's going to do everything it can to help you get that body fat back on. So let's kind of dumb it down a little bit and kind of like throw it for a loophole. And just be like, okay, I'm going to actually give you food to use. How about right. that? 
Yes. You know? Yep. And, and, then- and, and it just continues to go because the one thing that I think we all misunderstand, and even at one point in my life, I was just as bro science as everybody else, is that calories matter and they actually are what generate metabolism. Correct. Okay. But, so that's what we, that's what we need, right? But I would, I would argue, and I think you would agree with me that it's not just calories because a lot of times when we change the composition of those calories, we can be changing the composition of our physique without manipulating like down, you know, decreasing calories necessarily. So, so, you know, Mrs. Jones could be eating a similar number of calories, but you know, a different composition of calories, and over time, that will help to change her physique. Absolutely, and, and what I find the most, and I'm sure you could agree with me, is that most cases when women are coming to me and they're under eating, they believe they're eating protein. Correct. And the problem that I see is that most women under eat out of all the macronutrients, so there's fats, carbs, and and, and um, proteins. Protein they under eat protein the most and Correct. it's so metabolic. So that is one of the things that I would do is I would take a look at where they're at and slowly rebuild their calories with, with protein being set, um, you know, depending on each person again, of course, and their yep. body fat levels and, and their goals, but that protein value would be set. And that would be the two targets that I'd want them to continue working towards. And then yep. carbohydrates and fats, depending on where they were, like if they're under eating and they're keto, well, then we need to know, we know we need to, to rebuild some carbohydrates in there, but it can't be just like off the mark, right? Right. Um, again, so it just, everyone is different, but the whole idea behind reverse dieting is this simple concept, rebuilding well, your body's ability to use um, calories. Right. And, and I, you know, just listening to you and, and I mean, you and I are on the same page about this, but I want to point out what you and I already understand is that the read it and eat it meal plans are not necessarily your best friend because everybody has a different need. And so in some ways, because I've been doing digital programming for a long time, you know, I, I service some of my people with read it and eat it meal plans, which I feel now are, I, I, they, they would be healthy and well-balanced. But in some ways, I feel like I was doing a disservice because I realized that, you know, everybody's a little bit different and can benefit, you know, to dial in. And so let's say if you had a, a, a full-on diet of, you know, fast food, that read it and eat it meal plan is going to be an upgrade. But if you have a fairly decent, you know, intake, we really, you know, you if you want to get results, fast forward your results, the best thing to do is get personalized uh, programming so that, you know, you, you, you can get results in the, you know, in a faster manner. Absolutely. Because I think that, and, and that's where I think um, a lot of people get caught up in the industry is that they do, they look at these, what I would call like cookie cutter plans. And I was, yeah. I was, um, I was one of those individuals, like my coach back in the day too, it was like more like, you know, um, chicken, rice and veggies all day, you know, like these are your specific meals, specific, um, you know, food choices. But that's also what developed this like mindset of like, you know, um, food behaviors, like, you know, poor relationships with foods. And um, it's, that's why we diet, right? Like, because we yeah. think we have to shame all these foods. And, and so yeah. like, for sure, like, I think that um, every single person that I work with will have like, you know, whether or not they want to attract macros or whatever it is that they want to do, because everyone is individual. Um, you know, like it is, it's like, what foods work best for you? What, what are your goals? And even with a reverse diet and or what we're doing, it's just like, okay, 
this would work best for you because you know, before you were eating fast food every single day. Right. And it, it's always about health and wellness. And I think at the end of the day, if people could just sit down and figure out what their true goals are, like who they are versus, yeah. um, I want to be, you know, or look like this person, I think people would start to actually understand that, okay, I actually just, I, I want to feel better before I actually want to lose weight. Because if right. people thought about this the right way, yeah, what, your healthy well-being will benefit 100% more than actually losing 10 pounds. Because when we're losing 10 pounds, we're taking away uh, micronutrients, um, macronutrients, and all that kind of stuff. But if you're looking for optimal health and you're eating everything in moderation and, and to, to you know, your like, specific needs, then you're going to feel better. And with that, you're going to do things less like eating out and, you know, binge eating or all this kind of stuff. And you're going to feel better. And then boom, you're actually losing 10 pounds because you actually feel better and you're making better choices. So, Uh, yes, yes. (laughs) So, I mean, I was going to ask you the question of how do we stop the dieting mentality, but I think you just answered it. Do you know, I really, it's one of the things, it's one of my goals. uh, It's, it's part of my movement. I really do think that people need to stop dieting. So even clients that come to me and say, well, Hey, coach Brandy, like you, you, you talk about flexible dieting and, and macro tracking. Isn't that a diet? Well, it's a method. It's a metric because in my opinion, if you want to level up, you need to understand macros, but if you want general health and wellness and just feeling better and you can get up in the morning and not have headaches and you don't have a gut issue and you can go work out and feel comfortable in your skin, then you simply need to start, you need to start looking at food differently. You need to assess your goals better. And I think that you need to start implementing everything in moderation. I hate using the word moderation, but I do think that if you just stop food, food, um, shaming, like there is no bad food out there. It's just better nutrients in one and versus the other. And there's always a better choice. And I think that's where people really truly need to just stop like looking for the next quick fix and get real with themselves because your diet mentality is crushing you and your goals. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. 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 And it's the opposite of the crush that you want it when you're like, I want to crush my goals. Okay. Well, no, you're actually crushing them and breaking them and destroying them because you just want to diet yourself out of whatever these underlying habits and, and you know, whatever it is. Right. So, well, um, you know, all of us, or not all of us, but almost anybody with any kind of nutrition, um, you know, background can help a client lose, you know, a ton of weight, but at what cost? Yeah. So, you know, the, the bigger picture is rather than losing weight, it's increasing health because when we increase health parameters, weight loss is just a happy coincidence. Yeah. So if we change our, our set point in terms of, I want to get healthy. And then as I get healthy, that weight will come off. But we also have to remember that anything that happens overnight, like quick weight loss is also going to mean quick rebound, unless we stay in that starvation mode, which then is going to be decreasing health over time. So, so I, I think, I think if we can get from the neck up straight and our priorities <laughs> there, the neck down takes care of itself. Absolutely. And I think that's where it has to start. I really do think that people need to start to figure out who they are. Like when people ask me, where do you start? If you don't want me to diet, Brandy, where do I start? It's just like, you need to start with who you are. Like who the hell are you? And then figure out where you want to be. So set these outcome goals and understand that outcome goals are basically your dreams and your wishes. You now have to implement the behavioral goals to get there. 
Yeah. And they have to, they have, they simply have to do one thing and that's positively impact the outcome you desire, the person right. you want to be. So if yeah. you self-sabotage, that's not getting you anywhere. And that self-sabotage is binge eating and yeah. it's also under eating that yeah. is sabotaging your goal. So therefore you have to start getting real with your shit and thinking, okay, I yeah. do have issues with food. I don't eat carbs. So yeah. what do I need to do to fix that? It's not yeah. because the carb itself is making me fat. It's because, or making me feel like shit or whatever it is. It's because I'm overeating all foods. Well, I, and I think the big thing is that while you lay it out that way by saying, okay, there's, I, I want you to ask this question. It's the guided questioning because the client has all the answers. It's just getting the right questions so yeah. that then it's that guided, uh, you know, um, because honestly, nutrition isn't rocket science, but it's just like peeling the onion for each individual to work for that individual and having the coach to ask the questions makes all the difference because what breaks my heart is to see everybody suffering through, you know, poor relationships with food and starvation and food shaming when there's just really no need for that. So, I mean, you know, I, uh, and I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I think what you said there is just 100%. And I just, I really think too, at the end of the day, um, I had a discussion with this with a client yesterday. It comes down to balance. Yeah. And I think that we are so, we, we just like, we're all so stretched so thin and we, you know, and, and as a woman, I don't know. If Even you, you thinner. Know, yeah. Because we, we, you know, we, we feel like we are, it's just human nature for us to just want to do everything for everybody else first and then yeah. leave ourselves last. And I just think that finding that balance in yeah. so many aspects of your life will bring you more to understanding who you are. And then having that coach who can, you can share that relationship with and the, that communication, because sometimes it's really hope, um, hard to be vulnerable and to accept that you have flaws and you have some, some things that you really need to under, identify. And it it's really requires a lot. So it does come back to the coaching. It's, it comes back down to the person who has the support and understanding of really what they want, having that clear picture. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where, I think that's where people need to be left at. It's just like, how do you start, you know, how do you get out from underneath the diet mentality? You need to stop thinking diet and you need to start thinking health and you have Correct. to start thinking well being and what's best for myself and not what's best for everybody else around me, because that's part of it too. And the whole you know, idea of self care. It is, it is. It's self love, self care, um, self development, you know, growth mindset and just having true balance within. Yeah. Well, you make it, you wrapped it up really nicely there. <laughs> So Brandy, if people wanted to get in touch with you, if, if my listeners really resonate with you, how would they find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm motivate and be fit doc, or sorry, motivate and be fit. So, yeah. um, and then my website is motivatebefit.com, And, uh, you can also find me on Facebook under the same tag. So you can, I guess it's, it's spelled differently, but <laughs> right. Yeah, but I'll have I'll have links in the show notes so you'll be able to find Brandy. You want to make sure to follow her on Instagram because you always have great stories and great posts. And and uh, Brandy's a local girl. I feel like we're neighbors because you're in Edmonton. And so yes. there's, there's I have so many um, virtual friends, but you're one of my closest ones, being only three hours away. So I know that our paths will cross. We'll make those cross more more uh, easily than some of my faraway friends. And I look forward to that. So I really appreciate you sharing, you know, your insight. I think it's so valuable. So 
listeners, I'm really hoping that that this was thought provoking for you. And like I said, feel free to reach out to either of us to clarify your thinking on that. And we will see you again soon. Thank you. So much fun. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna Kay Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.